0: Hello, hello, hello. Good afternoon, everyone. This is me coming to you live um, to speak real quick on, um, I really enjoyed my previous podcast that was about Kareem Hunt, which actually brought on this podcast that will be taking place tomorrow between six and seven. This podcast um, was kind of triggered from the first podcast, which is our single mother's the Downfall of Black Boys. Hmm. Yeah, that's a topic right there. That's a topic right there. That's a topic that's been going on. I had several debates within my community with friends and loved ones and all that good stuff. So I thought to bring it together from diff- from different people, different point of views, from different walks of life. Married women or single mothers or even... Um, guys that have, are married that have boys or men that are single that have no kids that was raised probably by married mom and dad just to get everybody's view a point and this whole topic is to pretty much grow understand get a walk of you know pretty much a different view of how things are how people see and think things in the community so if you're interested in this podcast DM me, make a comment, shout, scream, text me on my phone, whatever. I'll send you a link tomorrow. I'm definitely interested in getting into this conversation because this conversation been be going on for some time. This debate has been going on for years. And it's kind of like pretty much um, it's all in the media and everything. So I thought to bring it together, bring it home, bring it together, and bring people that um, I think could understand it or relate to it. So... On that note, stay tuned and stay blessed. Hey. Okay, we on to something.
1: I'm here. Yeah, we on fire right now. What's going on?
0: (laughs) How you doing? I'm good. Okay, okay, okay. Well, oh, wait, 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 let me see. Let me see. Bring, let me bring, bring it up so I can see everything. Make sure everything good. Okay, so let's talk. Let's have a conversation. Let's voice your opinion. on things. What you want to talk about? You want to talk about the R. Kelly, in the community, you,
1: you, you, and we. I mean, you let me know. I mean, I, my, my, okay. My thing, my thing was was just him because it's like it's a lot of people, you know, really, um. Taking their frustration out on him when they've been in situations that ain't, you know, said nothing to nobody. They just kept it to themselves. You know what I mean? We got we got family members, we got, you know, uncles, you know, people yeah. that have done this type of thing to, you know, they relatives and still get to come to the, you know, the 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 turkey the day events, you know, that's and that's not cool. And it's not cool, but it happens. People let it slide. People don't say shit. Mm-hmm. It's little girls that get picked up by you know twenty five year you know year old men and they twelve in junior high school crossing mm-hmm. guards outside administrators mm-hmm. outside don't nobody say nothing so everybody think hey it is what it is. So I, so I, so my thing is what make R. Kelly so different than you know shit that's already happened and people jumping on him and wanna climb on top of his back. And I'm not defending the man at all. I mean he did what he did. He he terrible with it. You know what I'm saying? I got Two daughters, so I don't had no love for him. You know what <laughs> I mean? Twenty-five years ago when this shit started, you know what I'm saying? I, I I shut it down. I didn't fuck with him no more at all, period. So
0: are you saying that you didn't mess with him at all in terms of um when it came to um I guess with the Leah situation? I mean, even, I mean, I mean you even when we found then? out
1: about her, I mean to me, I feel like that was enough. She was 15 when she was pregnant, right? And then they, then, then they got married when she was 16, I think, right? Yeah, I mean... Mm-hmm.
0: Are you there? Oh, okay. They said 15. I mean, but he, neither here or there. I mean, that was a situation that he did take for granted. Um... However, I think um, one of the things I think is with everybody. Here, here's my thing: twenty five. You knew about R. Kelly twenty years ago, and if you were still stepping to the name, okay, twenty five years ago, if you were still stepping into the name of love, and you was believing you can fly, and you was chocolate factory, chocolate and you was all was for terrible, him then, though, the way, you so. did not need life Talk to- <laughs>
1: <God.
0: laughs> But that's what I'm saying, you didn't need, the black community did not need lifetime documentary to actually say, oh, okay, R. Kelly's guilty. No, you knew that over 20 years ago. And these little girls, they were either babies or they were not born during the time. And the thing is, I, I hold some of their parents accountable because they parents cannot come forward and say, oh, I didn't know R. Kelly back then. You were old enough and of age you knew about R. Kelly, and if out of all the celebrities and all the stars, you want to allow your child to go with a man that you know had the possibility of urinating on a, on a little girl and marrying um, Aaliyah, come on! Where do you hold yourself? what do you hold yourself accountable at all? That's that's one of my main things, and I just think the black community as a whole. Um, we have bigger fish to fry, and w- when I look at the whole entire thing, I just think that the music that's out here right now, because we want to glorify the music, we want to glorify the stars. This type of stuff is—it's like it's kind of like we've seen it happen. We've seen the red flags, and nobody—and nobody did anything. Everybody was still stepping in the name of love, and so now you need lifetime, and so you're going to get lifetime stocks up because that's all it is. It's all it is. Somebody else is getting paid behind the scene. The upper ups are getting paid off for his rise and his downfall. And I'm I just posted a video because I'm trying to figure out why the black community. It's, it's just too many things. When you look at the music that's going on now. That's the bigger picture to me. I mean, women are a thought, and, and I mean I can't even say all the names, but they are every name except the name they was born with and it was born and given to their parents or a queen. And if you have, if you have that type of music playing right now in the media, what does that do? You desensitize the kids, you desensitize girls. And so when girls hear that, they don't think nothing of it. It's nothing to them. If God's will call me that name when I was their age, the age a lot of girls are now, it, it would freak me out. And what happens when, you know, a lot of times you have little girls that, um, a lot of little girls or women that grow into women, they not raised with a father, so they don't have anybody to love them. So who's the first male image that they fall in love with? Their favorite musician.
1: Oh, I don't know. I never heard that. Right. I mean, I know a lot of little girls, and I know they, you know, they, they, they look forward to being something else than a musician. I mean, you
0: know. No, 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 no. You didn't hear I said. Girls that doesn't that don't have a father figure there for them that need that male love like a father to show them the image of a man and what needs to be because when girls father are the first their fathers are their first love as a male so when they don't have their fathers sale their father's not proactive i said what do these little girls fall in love with as a male they fall in love with the image of the music like If you like Lil Wayne, if you're a little girl like Lil Wayne, you end up gravitating towards guys like that because you have been influenced. The greatest influence nah, so is either media or music.
1: losing me now because right? I feel like today with that, that's a parenting situation. Okay. I mean, why, why would I allow my daughter to be listening to some fucking Lil Wayne when I know that's not her lane? That's not her lane. So She's not going to listen to that. So that needs to be regulated at okay. home. That ain't got nothing to do with the music. Everybody wants to okay. see. The music, the music, the music. I mean, we've been listening to this type of music since I was a youngin'. NWA, fuck that bitch. All, you know what I'm saying? Come on, man. I mean, it's been happening for a long time. So the music part, okay. you gotta miss me with that. Because I feel like at, at the end of the day, you know, if your child is under your roof, you can limit what they listen to. You can limit how much uses of internet they have. So I can't, I can't, I can't float on that one with you. I can't, I can't rock with that one. Because I feel like at the end of the day, it is mu- music, and it is influential, but at the end of the day, as a parent, you can shut some of that shit down, because I know I've done it, so it de- it's definitely doable, absolutely, absolutely. Really? We want our children, we want our children, we want our children absolutely. to be better than us, right? So we always, so we always gonna look out for them, always gonna look out yes. for them, and when you say a father figure, I am, I'm a father, I got two daughters, so I'm speaking from experience, so... Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Mm -hmm. I mean, I, you know, the music, the music, the music can be influential, but as a parent, you can regulate that, though. Absolutely.
0: Really? How old are you, by the way, if your mommy asked? Are you in your 20s, 30s, 40s? You just. Uh Okay. Okay. So, I'm with you. So, let me say this. Mm -hmm. I have a daughter myself. My daughter's grown. So, let me say this. You can regulate what your kids listen to, to a certain degree. Now, I'm going to tell you why I say that. My daughter's 26. When your kid goes, when you're at work and your child is out, if she's on the school bus with her friends, she's with her friends, her cousins, her older siblings, yeah, but it, you're but not going to be there 24-7.
1: So d- you You hold them accountable. You give them expectations. They know what the fuck they need to be doing out there. Cause if they don't, they're gonna be out on the street. So they, in my house, you got you gotta be on, you gotta be on one. If not, <laughs> yeah, we can't do nothing for you. We can't do nothing for you.
0: Okay, we are gonna open up this podcast today. This is going to be an intro. Um, I'll come back to you soon in regards to what this is going to be geared towards. This podcast might talk about child support, about issues in the community, and things of that nature. See you around. See you soon. Okay, we're going to open up this podcast. This podcast is, again, we're finishing up. Um, In regards to single mothers... Single mothers being a downfall for black boys. Okay, caller, open up.
2: Well, i like to um, make a comment on this. Um, I think uh, just from my, my profession that I'm currently in, I see the negative side of single mothers or single families, I guess I should, I should say. Um, I think children need balance, and I think the, one of the greatest things that have plagued the black community is broken families. And if you looked at the black culture, uh, directly uh, released from slavery, they had a family unit. You didn't have a bunch of unwed mothers, absent fathers. So I have many debates with black folks and they say, oh, it's because of slavery that you have all these single mothers and, and absentee fathers. Nothing could be further from the truth. If you research your history, you will learn that the majority of black people had mothers and fathers. They lived together. So one must ask themselves, what happened? What happened to the black family? When did the black family break apart and my opinion is I think women, black women in particular, got in bed with white feminists and if white feminist groups convince black women that they, they don't need a man, they can do it by themselves and then, uh, then you had the welfare where black women could not receive welfare benefits Unless they were able to prove that the father wasn't in the picture. So, years and years and years of this behavior is why we have, uh, in my opinion, so much rampant crime in our communities. Because black boys, I guess I should have started out by saying, we're talking about black boys and women. But, yeah, black boys, they have no role, no positive male role models to give them balance and when they constantly you know see the, the behavior of their mother they're going to model that behavior but their, their, their boy, their man at the end of the day, um, I've, hear, I've heard the term toxic masculinity and I, I suggest people look that up, what that means um, that doesn't mean that you um, a man that's just too masculine, and, and this, what that coin that originated from, is that boys have been raised by their mothers, uh, therefore, that there's, there's a mixture of this ta- toxic masculinity and feminism together.
0: Okay, so my question on that is, do, there's, our, I mean, we had this debate before, and several times, do. I know that in the community there is a lot of successful black men of today. I mean, we can go from Obama, we can go from Jay-Z. I mean, we can go um his name, Carter, the surgeon, the number one black surgeon, um, that was raised by single black mothers. However, um I hate to think that black mothers the downfall. I think it all depends on the individual. Um, what type of mother you have as an individual, I'm not promoting, of course, I will always promote family first for I'm a, new, a newlywed myself, but I don't think that single black mothers are the downfall for black boys. I, it, you know, I come from, um, being around, you know, the African culture for many years, over 20 years. And, and what I know is that it takes a village to raise a child. LeBron James was born by a 15-year-old mother, and look at him—he's a legend. So I don't 100% agree with that, and I know that is—you know—that's a small percentage, but I'm sure there are many other successful stories as well. Um, just like a, a lot of times, their kids—I mean, like—I mean, we can go back to the trench coat mafia. Trench called Mafia. I mean, I'm not I'm not talking about the black community, but overall, these are kids that were had parent had mom and dad. And I don't think that it's just to have a physical image of a man that's needed. He has to be proactive. He has to be actually doing something. He can't just be sitting there holding a remote, scratching his balls. I mean, sorry, but just, just not actually being proactive, showing the boy how to rake the leaves, take the trash out cleaning the house and being a responsible man is more than just being a physical part entity of being there it takes a lot more than that you can't you know you have some i'm not and i won't lie i, I mean not calling names or anything like that but sometimes you have fathers that are better not in their kids life opposed to being in some children's life because you have some fathers that are abusive to the mother they cheat they disrespect the home And they're doing all kinds of things. So those are different dynamics that you have to look at. And at that particular moment, if you have a mother that's being abused... And her son is watching this. I mean, we talk about Ray Lewis and that's how he got into football because he watched his mother be abused and look at him. He's successful. You can't be a mom and just, you know, toxin your son and show him certain things. You have to move from a situation. And back in the day, from even talking about back in the day, women used to stay because they didn't care about cheating. They, the man could cheat and have all kinds of women. As long as he didn't bring that inside the house women stuck with that and the women were unhappy the women would that's how women would be depressed and you know because it was a homemaker and they would take the pain of being disrespected and not being loved and not being happy for the sake of their children all to just say okay I'm here and my kids have a father which is a bad father if you're cheating on your significant other so how do you expect that to, you know, every relationship is not perfect. And I think just being cordial and um, myself speaking from experience, um, you know, I think if you can't work it out in a family, be in marriage, in a household, then you can still be a family and live separate lives. And that child be raised just fine.
2: So you think? Well, I think... And and again, I'm just giving opinions um, because some people just get so butthurt over opinions. Um, (laughs) But I think we have to be careful um, using a few examples of successful black men who were raised by single moms. Why is that? Uh, The reason why I say that is because if you look at most of your cities where black folks live, you see dysfunction. You see poor schools, high crimes. So and we have to get out of this victim, you know, pointing our finger at everybody. We're going to have to pull ourselves up by our bootstraps. Now, I know that's a Republican talking point, but it is what it is. We, we have to stop holding our hand out and waiting for the white knight in shining armor to rescue, to rescue our community. We we have to get out of this victimhood mentality, and we need to get away from single families. And I think because I think the reason why women are not fearful to just have a kid out of wedlock because they know they're good, they can marry the government. They mm. know that the government is going to pick up the tab. Wait a minute, wait a hold
0: up, hold up. So you so you, so you think women don't? There's no women out here no matter what race they are there's no woman out here that has a child without the mindset of thinking that they're going to marry the husband every i mean every woman wants to marry the person they have a kid by unfortunately it doesn't always happen and you can't hold women accountable for men being irresponsible or men not being of a lot of black men not wanting that, that has commitment issues but then that goes back to a lot of times men are not fathers and, and being the fathers they're supposed to be in the kid's life because their father wasn't a good father in their life. So how how, how can a man, how can you blame a woman for what a man has experienced himself? How can you really truly accuse a woman for knowing that there's no man, men don't come out here with labels on their forehead to say, oh I'm a good father or I'm a horrible father or I'm a scarred father or I don't know how to be a father.
2: I think um if you study and off the top of my head I can't think where the quote came from but it's an African quote that a race of people would rise no higher than the moral fabric standing of its woman mm. so what that means is the reason why I think you have so many dysfunctional black men is because women have allowed them to be dysfunctional mm. if women raise the standards. If you're a man and you want to get with a female and the female standards are so high that you got your pants hanging off your ass,
1: she's not going to even fool with you. If you don't know how to read, you don't know how
2: to talk, you don't have, you don't know how to conduct yourself. You know, you got tattoos on you, up and down your face. You know what I mean? You're a to decent society. You know, I have a daughter and i be damned if my daughter is going to bring a dysfunctional idiot in my house with his pants hanging off his ass, tattoos up and down his arms and face and neck, ain't going to happen. It ain't going to happen, man. And you have to raise the standards in our and our young girls. You have to. Because if these guys know that none of these females are going to get with them unless they got that shit together, then they're going to just keep doing what they're going to do.
0: Now, wait a minute. I know that it's always been a rumor that guys treat women different that have fathers, opposed to women that don't have fathers. You believe that?
2: I would say that um, having having two parents is important. You can you have to have both your parents.
0: I mean, you can have both parents in your life, but not in the same household.
2: You have to have balance. If unfortunately, if your family didn't work out. Both parents have to play a dominant role In their children's lives If they want these kids to be successful Again, we can't take the example Of a few people and think Well, that's the standard or it's not the standard Because the overwhelming majority of black folks You know, are living in bad conditions Now, there's certain communities In the Washington, D.C. areas Where you have a lot of successful black folks You know what I mean? Government workers, educated black folks We have that. So uh I shouldn't say overwhelming, but unfortunately we have high numbers of black folks still living below the poverty line. And we need to start doing for ourselves. We need to stop looking for handouts. We need to stop complaining about what white folks ain't doing for us.
0: Well see that's a whole nother topic. That's a whole nother topic. Because that one right there, I can go on forever with that one. That topic right there, I can definitely go on for that one. I agree with you on that one because I believe that there's a lot of us, you know, you complain about the system, but you play into it. And when I say play into it is you can't sit here and talk and blame everybody else. But yet, still, you go out here and you buy $300 $300 worth of Jordans or you go out here and buy um, Gucci. You play into the system.
2: Hold on, pause. So um I just want to go back to what we were saying about single mothers and how a, a race of people will move no higher than the moral fabric of, of his women. If women welfare it, in my opinion almost destroyed the black community. It, it just destroyed black structure, black ambition, I mean, it just you know you can just sit around, you're it. You, you know what I mean? It, it, you lose, you lose your edge to want to do for yourself.
0: So why do you say that welfare destroyed the black family? I mean, the black community family. When a lot of times it was just men that were very selfish and didn't want to provide for their child. So a woman had to find some type of means and way. And I don't think a woman is the one that say, "Hey, get out of my house or don't take care of your child." A lot of men became lovers themselves. And you cannot fault a woman for that because she had to still feed the child.
2: I think if you, if for whatever reason they did away with welfare, um, black people be up in arms, and and little do they know, it, it, they don't realize that welfare is holding us back. It make us non-competitive. I give you this example: a fisherman goes out and fish. He has a boat. He has fishing rod. He has bait, tackle big freaking net and he goes out and he brings back a hundred fish and he gives your family one fish or maybe two fish so you know every other day that you know this guy is going to go out and fish hundreds of fish and you're good you're going you're gonna to get at least one or two fish Um, but this guy not only does he catch enough fish for his family and he gives you one for free but he's selling the fish as well so, if you decide to say, you know what, man, damn this, I'm going to go get a boat. I'm going to go out and start fishing. He's not going to like that. He's not going to like the fact that you're out there with your own boat fishing because you're taking, you're taking money out of his pocket and food off his table because now you're his competitor. So, he, he prefers to throw you a bone or throw you a fish every now and then, keep you comfortable. You know what I mean? So, you don't have no ambition to do for yourself. Same thing I say about... And then he could pull,
0: so he could pull the plug whenever he want, like this uh, recent government shutdown, right?
2: Exactly. So, so he
0: makes you a dependent and not an independent.
2: Exactly. So so you take... If you were to do away with welfare and women know that they can't just pop out a bunch of babies because they, they ain't going to be nobody... It's not going to be big brother government that's going to subsidize and give her money or sexual eight house for nothing
0: women but you, you're making like women go out here and just do this on purpose i keep women not doing this on purpose is they way, ways and means of survival that they have to do so you can't you i mean if you have a child you have to work i mean daycare nowadays is off the chizots. i mean you're talking about eleven? it's a mortgage just to put your child in daycare a month you're talking about like a thousand dollars a month for daycare for a baby so that, they, they need their help. And a lot of women, not all women are sufficient or have the type of education or, or kind of career that actually take that. And then live in a decent neighborhood for the child is about another 1500 That's one bedroom probably. So what do you expect her to do? She needs some type of help or some assistance though.
2: If she knew that she could not, if there was no welfare, she would not have that baby out of wedlock. She will be more selective and the mates that she chooses, She will not have a child By some dysfunctional idiot That's not going to be around To help her She's going to be very selective Before popping Wait out Wait a baby. minute
0: I don't think these these dudes All these dudes don't come in As like they're just straight dysfunctional A lot of guys come in Like they always say You don't meet the dude You meet his representative And he can talk a good game We're going to have a kid We're going to have a, a house on the hill he can tell you all that and you believe it and you fall in love. And a lot of times these kids are not playing. You know what I'm saying? This I think one of the things, and just speaking from experience, there are a lot of times when women are dealing with guys, they don't necessarily, they're not looking at him as a father. They're looking at him as the lover because he's not there. He's not a father. So you don't get to see how he is a father. A dude can tell you whatever. He, I mean, he can sell you roses. I'm going to be the best father in the world. But the minute you have that baby or the minute you get pregnant, that's when the clock starts. So it's kind of like you don't really know. You don't know. You can't 100%... Blame a woman for oh you didn't know he was gonna be a sorry father or you because you don't have a way if he has no kids you have no way of knowing how what kind of father he's gonna be. I'm sure, I'm sure women you know that have children by men they don't just oh you you know the dude say I'm gonna be a horrible father. No things change. Now I think you know marriage should definitely be on the table but that doesn't always happen all the time. I remember
2: when I was young that if you had a kid out of wedlock it was an embarrassment it was it was frowned upon it it was i remember a good friend of mine i'm not gonna say his name but he lived with his mom and they all had different fathers and people kind of looked at them like man you know what i mean to where now it's normal it's normal for female to have three or four different baby daddies and i hate that word baby daddy but that's what some people say.
0: I don't use that term. You
2: know what I mean? They have two or three different fathers for their children. And you're not going to tell me that, you know...
0: But I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this on that note. Now, you're going to have two situations. Now, are you going to be a woman that you're going to stick with a dude so y'all can have kids all by the same dude, but he ain't no good and he never married you? No, Or... You're a woman that you have a child, you leave him. You don't, a a child does not hold a relationship. Let's get that clear out the way. So you have this child, you have a child and you say, Hey, it didn't work out. And you bounce and you find somebody that actually value and respect you. And you find that guy and you marry him and your kids. You're going to have two kids with two different fathers. It's an unfortunate situation, but it's actually a beautiful situation because you're happy. And that child, if you're not stable and you're not happy, your kids are not going to be happy. You cannot force a relationship. Now, I have seen women that have multiple kids by one guy and the guy don't marry them. Does that make it better? No, to me, it makes it silly. It makes it silly. It makes it silly to me because why would you continue to have kids by men that's not willing to do it right and give you your, you know, give your kids, give you the same name as your children, and y'all be a whole, a union. So, I, I don't, I don't, every situation is different.
2: There's plenty of blame to go around, but we as a culture, we as a black community, have to go back to where things used to be. We have to go back to where it's unacceptable to have a bunch of kids out of wedlock. We have to go back to that. We have to go back. To welfare because he, these guys are more willing to walk away from their responsibility because as she high man she gonna get substance. nah gonna get, that ain't why they walking
0: way. away they, you know they walking away because there's money in their pocket
2: yeah so so
0: and they irresponsible so a man is
2: gonna be more responsible too so I think each person is gonna be more responsible you give her the welfare and these guys have to pay for that baby they gonna they ain't gonna be quick to take that thing out and just stick it in your who men.
0: Okay, so that's what I'm talking about. So, so you hold, you gotta hold the men accountable and not just the females. You can't put that blame on females because the man didn't plant the seed.
2: I think both are equally. Um,
0: I mean, I'm not. I mean, I think they both. I think they are both. They're, they are. They gotta be both held accountable. But what I'm saying is the blame is not 100 percent a woman. And <laughs> last from that note. <laughs> Black women are not the downfall of uh, of black boys. You know, it takes a village to raise a
2: child. And um, I think black women have been programmed and brainwashed to promote violence in the community. What? Um, oh wait,
0: wait, wait! Hold on, hold on. That's another topic. Oh, I can like that. Hold up, cause I'm gonna go to the music on that one. Uh-uh. You know,
2: let's leave that topic for our next discussion. Uh, let people marry it on, on that. Um, I know that's a bold <laughs> statement. Yeah, it but, is. You know, when you listen, when I listen to a lot of music from back in the day, uh, um, you know, I want a thug. I want to, you know, Beyonce them had a had a uh, song, pay my bills. Uh, you had all these female rappers rapping about how they want this knucklehead, this this idiot. You know what <laughs> I mean? And you know, and 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 then now you see that you got <laughs> black boys who've been feminized because they've been raised by single mothers. Oh Lord listen Jesus! Listen to these women, and this is what they think oh, God. being a real man is. Okay. So we need to retake our community.
0: We got we are, we hold up we gonna we're gonna come back on that one because that, that one right there I, I can open the floor and just tear it up on that one. That'll be our next
2: discussion. That would uh, definitely
0: be our I'll next have to go one. Pick my
2: boys out from practice. So uh we're gonna leave it, leave it at that note. Um uh, it's my girl, her and I we beef all the time. Um but uh till next time.
0: Till next time, it takes the village to raise a child. See you soon.